Ladies and gentlemen, good to have you with me. This is Alex Afondi, the acquisition entrepreneur. It is good to have you with me. Here we are together again on this episode. This episode is dedicated to a topic which is near and dear to my heart. As much as I love it, I actually dislike it. Due diligence. Now, there will be a lot of due diligence topic here. I actually want to have a subject matter expert to talk about due diligence on my podcast. But, and I say this with a smile because as much as I'd like to learn about it, I would love to just hand it to somebody, right? A fiduciary, someone who's got my best interest. But at this point, trying to keep the costs low. And, you know, once I'm on my second, third acquisitions, you know, and the company overall is generating whatever, 30, 40,000 a month in, in earnings, then we can certainly afford a due diligence uh, firm. So that said, I want to tell you about a story which took place yesterday. Essentially, I'm in contract for this business. It looks good. I love the business. My investors love it. And the seller is kind of an interesting guy. Let's just call him T, right? So T, T is, you know, I want to say he's, he's the kind of guy who's basically too smart for his own good, right? He thinks he is, that is. And what I mean by that is he's just way too creative way too creative, right? Like layers of, of, of security and layers of corporations and Nevada Corporation and this corporation and, you know, uh, just, just a kind of a, I don't want to say a nightmare, but a bit of a nightmare to sift through these kind of documentations, right? To understand it fully. So we're in contract. I asked for the uh, taxes and a due diligence list. By the way, if you want a due diligence list, Please email me, alex at alexafondi.com, and I'm happy to send it to you. Also, add me on LinkedIn, uh, alexafondi.com. <laughs> alex Afondi on LinkedIn. Just look it up. You'll find me, a guy in a sharp suit. So I asked for the taxes and a bunch of due diligence items, and sure enough, I get them, and I look into them, and I notice that T actually has 26 other partners in the venture. Now, that's not a problem. I still would have loved, would have appreciated if that was disclosed, so I'm not surprised with it. And here's the thing, you guys. Here's the thing. Sellers usually never volunteer information. I mean, I'd be so surprised if a seller comes up to you and says, you know, uh, here's my taxes for the for the past six years. If you ask for one, they're going to give you one. If you ask for four, they're going to give you four. They will give you what you ask for. So have no qualms about asking for as much as you want. Receipts, invoices, labor, uh, whatever, labor reports, uh, sales reports, electricity, uh, bill reports, whatever the case might be, right? So... I'm looking at these documents and I notice there's a total of 27 different owners. Now, a lot of them are 1% or less, but there's two major corporations that are 
uh, I, I should say two corporations, Nevada corporations, that are actually majority owners. One is 60 and one is 20. Well, I look into them and it turns out that they're revoked. And it also turns out that they're owned by other corporations which are also revoked. So now the field, if you will, gets a little more treacherous, right? I mean, holy cow. I'm, I'm, I mean, as it is, it's difficult to look at one corporation, let alone five, right? And it was all named very in a very clever way where, like, if you do a research, like one of them is called Corp. Uh, I can't say the name for confidentiality reasons, but just to say the word, it has the word Corp. So when you look it up, you got six, seven, eight pages of results, right? So... I still want the business. My investors love it. And I think the business has a lot of merit, goodwill, and potential. But the seller, and I, it blows my mind how he's making the kind of money that he is. It blows my mind, you guys. So the seller has no merit, no credibility in my mind at this point. And so now it became a, a purely, purely a transactional situation, right? He surely is... He's sure, surely going to stay on, on board for training for a month and introduce it to the staff and this and that and the other thing. But the point is, is that you've got to be so careful, right? Um, and so now what do I do? Essentially talk because there's a broker on this deal. Talk to the broker. He was confused. You know, uh, he says, well, I'm aware of the 27, but I'm not aware of the other major corporations that are that are. I should say the corporations that own a majority stake in the business. But I'll find out. Send me a list. Now, what it comes down to is the following. Is this guy, T, able to sell me the business? Because just because you're a majority owner, it by no means means that you can actually sell the business. Because in the operating agreement between the partners, if there's a clause that restricts him or her, from selling the business, good luck. You are not gonna do it, right? And so there's something, and I'm, I'm gonna host a, an attorney in a few weeks. Uh, my attorney, Randy, incredible guy, uh, very, very, very smart, uh, retired, very experienced, and uh, just, just a good guy. So he said that you know, it's doable, but you've got to be very careful, right? Uh, now, I was I, I knew this from a while back, but in my email to the seller, I was like, look, do you have drag-along rights? What are those? You know, why should why should you know them, right? He, he didn't know what that means. And I was like, oh, I don't know what that means. I was like, well, talk to your attorney, but if you don't have drag-along rights, it means you cannot sell it. And he was actually rather surprised. So... I have an email here that explains what drag along rights are. So please give me a second. Very simply, um, drag along rights, they call them drag along or tag along. Drag along rights is a provision that enables the majority owner to sell without the approval of minority owners right 
Because think about it, just because you own 2%, it doesn't mean you get to get, you, you know, you, you get pushed around, right? So if you ever invest in a company, unless you have absolute trust in the owner, and unless you have, unless you're convinced, and it makes absolute sense for the owner, for the majority owner, to make decisions on your behalf, um, you should have a voting right. And, you know, voting rights can vary. You can have voting rights on certain things and other things that you don't have voting rights on. So anyway, I repeat that. The uh, drag-along rights is a provision that enables the majority owner to sell without the approval of minority owners. I mean, how important is this? Knowledge is power, you guys. Empower yourself with knowledge. Read books. Listen to podcasts. Talk to people. And be well. I love you all. Take care.